vegan and gluten-free edibles company give them a follow on instagram at levels.of.ambrosia like i said before this is last call you're hanging out with dj grizz and my co-host dylan roberts well first up we have the weekly review what's good the weekly review starting off this week uh bobby schmurda is speaking to his fans from jail this week. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says to hang tight. We'll be there soon. His, uh, his. Yeah, but he. They, they've been saying that. Yeah. They've been saying that. It's supposed to be the end of next year, so I guess I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I really I enjoyed his music. Yeah, I don't know too. I know the one song, which I won't repeat here, but... Uh, <laughs> I was about to punch you in your face. Oh, no, I no, I'm just never, joking. <laughs> never, ever. I was just going to say he had that one big hit, like, what was it, 2014? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, hot N-word. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. And uh, he also had another track called Bobby Itch. Yeah. And he did a lot of features. Like with French Montana and stuff like that, he was featured on quite a few songs. He, yeah, he was. He was just about to like take off. Yeah. Then he got locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't let him out. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, he comes home soon. Definitely. All right, moving on. Uh, Mike Tyson spoke this week about Tupac's death and said he felt guilty about it as it was right after one of his fights that he invited him to. Uh, I mean, that's... When they went... What, was he being interviewed when he mentioned this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he... I, I, it got brought up because they, they were... They had a friendship, right? And right, right. He, he said, like... Back in the nineties, after at one of his fights or after his fights, he always expected someone to die. That's what he said. Huh. And he said when it happened to be Tupac, it obviously hit a lot closer to home. And yeah, he says he still feels guilty about it. It's a long time to be carrying around that kind of guilt. Yeah, I mean I get it, but I mean, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Unless there's more to it than he's leaning on. Ooh, the unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> What's up next? Up next, uh, Fetty Wap posted on Twitter this week. Yeah, baby. <laughs> he responded to a comment asking pretty much what happened to you. And 
he, he said it was a combination of uh, bad, bad business managers and a lot of greed and selfishness. But <laughs> maybe too many baby mamas. That could be maybe one of them. I don't know. <laughs> he got a lot of kids. <laughs> he's got a few. <laughs> but he says he's uh, he's back and ready to go. So so we'll see. Cool. Yeah, he was. Uh... I, I won't call him a one-hit wonder. He had, he, had, he had quite a few hits. A one-year wonder, maybe. That year, he was like trap queen, and he had so many. Oh, I'm not going to call it a one-year wonder because I've never heard that before. But um, I will say that he was about to take off, <coughs> and uh, it just all kind of stopped. But yeah, um, hopefully he's uh, learned his lessons and uh, tightened up his circle. And uh, I hope, uh, I wish him nothing but success. I mean, he's, he was dope. I agree with you there, man. All right, moving on. Eminem dropped a surprise side B to his last album, Music to be Murdered By. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you were all over that. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I tagged you in a post like 40 minutes after it came out, and you, you were already like, yeah, you're late. Uh, you're late, bro. You're late to the party. I'm already here jamming out to it. <laughs> I don't care. You can at me all you want. I don't give a f- Dead or alive, Eminem, hands down, best rapper. Period. I said it. I don't care. Find me another rapper that that just picks apart lyrics like that. Like he's just do you like really listen to what he says? <laughs> like just like like really just pick a song and just, just listen to how he picks it apart. And his and then, I don't know, and how he can sort of his flow. And he's just gotten better with age, I feel. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think he's the best rapper ever. I said it. I don't care. At, at me, I'm good. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> what do you do? Say in the comments, no, he's not. <laughs> I don't care. It's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Go check out. Go check that out. Uh, next up, Sean Kingston is facing an arrest warrant this week over uh, owing a jeweler over three hundred thousand dollars. Still, since twenty eighteen. <laughs> oh man, whatever happened to that guy? It's kind of disappeared. Yeah, I don't think he made the greatest life decisions, clearly. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I mean, like, he, yeah, he had some hits, I guess. I mean, sure. Yeah. All I can really think of right now is that Beautiful Girls one and, and that one with Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. And that one with Jewel's Santana and that chick, whoever her name was, I can't remember. There's a few club popular songs. Right. Aside from that, I don't know. I wasn't really a fan. No, I I hear you. He didn't have too many too many good songs, but 
Yeah, so definitely uh, sad to sad to see people uh, waste away careers like that. But well, why are you spending money on why are you well, first of all why are you spending money you know you don't have on jewelry? Yeah, like. I don't know, maybe invest whatever money you have left <laughs> so you right. don't go dead broke. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Back to square one. Life choices, people. <laughs> Make better life choices. What's up next? Up next, Sway Lee is offering $20,000 to whoever can find his hard drive that contains all of his songs. All of his songs? Yeah, he lost it at the, at the L.A. airport. So you're telling me his life, his life work, is on this hard drive. Yeah. And he managed to lose it? Yeah. That'd be like a DJ losing their hard drive. Yeah. Of years and years of music collecting and purchasing. and how do, you, how do you just misplace that? Yeah, I don't understand how you... That should be your most valuable... One of your most valuable pieces of luggage, right? Like especially that. at his level, that's your that's your that's your money. That's your that's your life's work. Like yeah, how are you put in a position to lose that? And now you're only gonna offer twenty grand to get it back. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, good good luck to him. <laughs> Should have lost it in the first place. Hundred percent. All right, next up, Dipset reunited for a freestyle at Madison Square Garden. Dipset, 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 <laughs> Dipset. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I believe this is the first time that they've been together since uh, Joel Santana came home from prison. So That's okay, dope to. We'll check out that clip for sure. It was cool. They're right in the middle of Madison Square Garden. Definitely have not lost any of their skills. Like, was this like a, a show, or were they just done by themselves? Uh no, it was just yeah, it was just like a freestyle for some clothing brand that they just filmed in Madison Square Garden. Just oh, okay. the three of, I think it was Cameron, Jim Jones, and Jewels. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. check that out. And last in the weekly review, uh, Mystical has had all sexual assault charges from his t- August 2017 case dropped after a grand jury said there wasn't enough evidence to move forward. <laughs> well, he got lucky with that one. He's had several of those cases, hasn't he? Yeah. And uh, sure. Makes you, makes you think, for sure. I mean, I guess he lucked out on that one. Definitely. Stop sexually harassing people. Yeah, cut that out. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for Weekly Review. Up next, we have Dope Finds. My life is dope, and I do dope. All right, this week's Dope Find is This Day in Rap and Hip Hop History. It's a book by Chuck D from Public Enemy, and it... uh, it just goes. Oh. They just got in. They just got into the hip hop hall of fame. Rock and roll hall. Yeah, of fame. yeah, the, yeah. Rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah, that's massive. Huge. I was just watching something on that actually, but yeah, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. No, that's that's okay. That's an important little tidbit. Uh, 
yeah, he just basically breaks down like every major moment in hip hop history since the beginning of hip hop to pretty recently. I think it came out a few years ago. It's like it's a huge book. I actually own it myself and it's you will not run out of stuff to read and there's just artwork and photos and it's a it's definitely a, a good find for sure. That's really dope. You have to check that out. Might have to borrow that one off you. I got you, man. All right. Up next, we have If You Don't Know, Now You Know. Did you know that chewing gum boosts concentration? Hmm. True story. Next time you're having trouble focusing, you might want to reach for a stick of gum. Apparently, some study in 2003, or sorry, 2013, um, they did a study and it showed that subjects who chewed gum while taking part in a memory challenge were able to stay focused for longer periods of time than those who did not chew gum. Personally, I find that it helps me concentrate, especially when I'm DJing. I love to have like a piece of gum with me. It just helps me keep time, helps me keep you know, in the moment, it, it, I find, I notice a difference when I chew gum and when I don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I've never noticed that myself. I'll have to try that out next time I want to concentrate. Try it out sometime. Definitely. Maybe some juicy fruit. Or Ooh. Wrigley's Double Mint. Ooh. Some Hubba Bubba. I'm a big red guy. I like some big red. Oh, of course, you do cinnamon gurus. <laughs> and if you didn't know... Now you know. Big red. <laughs> what a gross piece of gum. <laughs> Up next, we have DJ Life. All right, this week in DJ Life, we're talking about taking time to self-reflect and refocus. <laughs> Things can get, you know, busy and out of control, and sometimes you just need to, you know, ground yourself and... Just figure figure it all out, man. Facts. It's always important to uh, make sure that you take time for yourself. Um, take a moment to just decompress and, you know, clear your mind and just, you know, refocus or re-strategize or whatever. Like, you know, just take a moment for yourself and just ground yourself and just find new ways to relax if it's meditating or listening to a guided meditation or reading a book or just listening to some music everybody needs a little time for themselves especially um djs who are always surrounded by people we're always in the clubs always at the bars always around people and I believe people, you know, everybody carries energy with them. And as a DJ, you take on a lot of people's different energies. Sometimes you just need a moment to just cleanse yourself of that. And just clear your mind and just refocus and get back to you, you know? Yeah. It's important. No, that can definitely be draining. And if you, yeah, if you don't make any time for yourself, you're just going to turn into a zombie and, you know probably 
it's not going to be, you're not going to have a lot of good energy. So no, take that time for sure. Turn into a grumpy old dick. <laughs> I've been there. I've done it. I'm sorry to those I offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on bettering myself. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you just, you know, you just get grumpy and, and you wonder why you're always grumpy and it's because you don't take a minute for yourself. You get It gets frustrating after a while. For sure. You can't always be on go. No. Anyways, up next we have ultimatums. Would you rather go blind or go deaf? Blind. Really? You didn't hesitate. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't live. I couldn't like uh, live without music or just hearing people's voices. Like, I, yeah. Really? I just you'd well, be cool with like never seeing a sunset again, or like I don't know the face of a loved one. Like, I hear what you're saying with the music and everything, but I don't know if I could lose my eyes. Yeah. I mean, there's other ways to enjoy music through, like, vibrations and things like that. Like, one of my best friends growing up, his sister was deaf. So, like, I learned sign language and stuff like that, and she she listened to music still. It was just different for her. Yeah. Right. I mean, Beethoven was deaf. That's, but I get it. Like I mean, that's a hard one. I think I, I don't think I could go without my sight. That's definitely one of the more difficult ones. Like, there's positives and negatives on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I think what makes it easier for me is like back when I did have diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that happened to me when I first got it was I lost my sight. I couldn't see. Yeah. Everything was all blurry. I couldn't see anything. And it freaked me right out. Like, I, I just... It's just... So unnerving. You can't tell who's around you, what's around you. Because you can't see anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't want to live life like that. That's just me. No, and I think... I think I... I the, the non-hesitation on it is... Uh, an ex-girlfriend's dad was actually blind of mine. So I kind of saw how he navigated his life and, like, changed his whole life when that happened to him. Right. So maybe that's where that came from. But, yeah, like I said, man, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Well, up next we have question of the week. Riddle me this. This question of the week comes from my man Dave. You can find him on Instagram at everything is ours. And he asks... Do you EQ and beat match your tracks before you bring them in or on the fly while you're already transitioning? EQ and beat match. Like, I mean, all your all your songs should should be leveled. Yeah. I mean, it's really important to have your catalog leveled and to have songs that sound good and proper. Mm-hmm. They're probably EQ'd. That's not something that you'd want to do on the fly, but I mean, it does happen where you, where you bring in a song and it might be off, and you can fix that on the fly if you if you know how. Right. And what was the other part of that? Uh, and just beat matching on the fly as well. Like if you're yeah. 
already, you know, if you have to make a quick mix or something, throw a song in there and you got to, you know, catch up and, and match, match real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the best way to do it is on the fly. I mean, that's how I was taught. That's how I learned. Um, you know, because, I mean, it, <laughs> nope. No DJ's perfect. You're going to mess up. Yeah. And there's ways to... There's tips and like little tricks that you can do to, like, catch up and slow it down if you have to and fix your mistake. Right. And continue on, you know? But, uh, yeah, there's... I don't know. It's not, For me, I do... I personally, I like to do things on the fly. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit... I, I like to do a mix of both. Like, I, I do a lot on the fly, but... Sometimes, you know, if you have a little bit of extra time, you know, you might want to perfect something. So you might use some loops or something while you're queuing it up. Make sure that it's lined up when you're and you go into a seamless transition. But right, like right. you said, a lot of it is is on the fly, especially when you're in a club environment and yeah. you're taking requests and such. You know, I've never been a DJ to make a set. I, yeah, I never really understood that. It kind of took that for me. It took the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm playing, I'm playing on the fly, off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, obviously, due to repetition, you're gonna remember certain songs that go with certain songs and certain transitions that sound dope, and you'll remember those. And of course, by memory, you'll bring those into play. But mm. for the most part, I like to just play on the fly. Love so the question. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. If you guys want to send us any of your questions for question of the week, you can hit us up on our Instagram at lastcallpc. Up next, we have Dope DJ of the Week. This week's Dope DJ of the Week is Neki the Kid. Uh, He's from Vancouver, British Columbia, and he was actually hosting balcony parties at the beginning of the pandemic so he was literally just setting his (laughs) his equipment up on his balcony with some speakers and he lived in this big apartment complex i think i saw that somewhere online yeah yeah and yeah he was just had people go partying on their balconies while they had to be stuck at home so that was awesome and then he's continued by doing uh live streams for various charities he did one for shiway they're a Women's Support Foundation for Victims of Domestic Violence. And then he did another one for World Partnership Walk. They're a yearly walk to fight poverty around the world. So That's dope. He's, he's bringing happiness to the world, man. Like Shout to out to Neki. Up next, we have Diary of a Mad DJ. All right. People who stereotype the DJ. They might say... You know, it's not a real job, that we're womanizers, all we do is drink and do drugs. That's just a few that I could think of off the top of my head. Um, what is the stereotype? What do you mean? I, I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything that would... <laughs> they, they were all stereotypes. Those are all stereotypes? Yeah. But, but those happen though. That, that happens. DJs do that. Not all of them. Most of them. <laughs> hey, it is a real job. Let's get that one out of the For room. sure, it's a that real job. job. That one is a stereotype that needs to go bye bye. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, we put in more than just the five hours at the bar. Yeah. 
but everything else was a lie. All of it's a lie. <laughs> I don't think it's a lie at all. <laughs> it's all a lie. I think at some point in every DJ's career, he's been a womanizer or <laughs> a drunk or <laughs> or whatever. Like, you know, it's it's a fun job. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to say like I'm, I'm proud of that. <laughs> but we've all been there. And if you say you haven't, you're 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 a liar. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I'm gonna take the L for this one. I was trying to get us DJ some brownie points, and it backfired on me, guys. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, there's always gonna be those bad stereotypes. I mean, and, you know, and for the most part, I guess yeah, for the most part they're not true. But I mean, a lot of them are true. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't know. Black people love chicken. Of course we love chicken. We love, I love fried chicken. I, KFC, I love fried chicken. It's delicious. Who doesn't love fried chicken? Right? You're a psychopath if you don't love fried chicken. Okay. White people, they love their Tim Hortons. Love right? Tim Hortons. Oh, the best. Okay, so some, some stereotypes are true. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I face planted. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of those stereotypes were ugly. <laughs> but like I said, we've all been there <laughs> at some point <laughs> in yes. our career. Yes. And it is what it is. <laughs> well said. Uh, next we have make DJing fun again alright this week's make DJing fun again is digging through the crates to find some old songs that you forgot about oh that's always fun well I guess it's not crates anymore it's more like going through your hard drive but yeah um, yeah it's always nice to you know dig through some old folders and some you know quote unquote crates <laughs> yeah. you know see what's in there like some songs that you haven't played in a while and find those old gems that you know bring back those good old memories of I think every DJ has those songs where you know he hears it or remembers it and he just takes them back to a night where like you know it was just an epic night and the crowd was going nuts absolutely and you know you know there's certain songs like that for me so I don't know, it could be, it's, it's always nice to look back and go through and see what you miss and bring them back and rework them. Yeah. You know? I, I love I love when you find, find one that you've been looking all over for for like years and you just like can't remember, it's like a certain remix or something yeah. and you find it and you just go, oh my God, I still have this. Right. It's always <laughs> such a good feeling. The best. Yeah. Well, that's it for making DJing fun again. You betcha. And that's it for this episode of Last Call, episode 18. We just want to wish everybody out there a very Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Be safe. We know it's going to suck because a lot of us are stuck with, you know, staying at home and can't really be around our loved ones like we usually do. But... You know, we're all in this together and just, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to 
trying to make this like bright and happy, but it sucks. Go <laughs> <laughs> grab a drink. <laughs> You're gonna need it. Make sure you got your booze and your weed. Just try not to kill each other. Until next time. God bless. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. It's a mask.